Bubble Butt Boyfriend Billy. Bubble Butt Boyfriend Billy. <clears throat> Hello? Hello, Michelle. I hear you like scary movies. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, snap. Well, you've got your slashers, supernatural, campy. And I know this is you, Mark. It's not the 90s. Caller ID, bro. The voice sounds good, though. Aw, oh, thanks. So then you've got zombie, creature feature, possession. All right, Michelle, we and get it. No, seriously, are we talking psychological thrillers, vampires? Ooh, found footage. Boo, you whore. Welcome to prime time, bitch. You'll float, too. You'll float, too. Here's Johnny. I see dead. Man, we did that the exact same way. We did do it. So see, we're getting, we're on point. We're finishing each other's sandwiches. Uh, what's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to Boo You Whore. My name is Mark. And my name is Michelle. And Michelle, today we are getting into the 1996 classic From Dusk Till Dawn, directed by Robert Rodriguez. It's a beautiful movie with the main cast. Of course, we got the man himself, George Clooney, Quentin Tarantino, Salma Hayek, Danny Trejo, Harvey Keitel, Juliette Lewis, Cheech Marin, and Tom Savini. Wow, Tom Savini was one of the main cast. Like, he's made it. Once you're you're in the main cast for our podcast, you've made it, Savini. You've made it, Savini, one of your BFFs. (laughs) We'll get to that later. Let's get into the 90-second recap, Michelle, because I know you're dying to talk about this movie, and so am I. Oh, I'm just dying. I have I have so many questions, but okay. Okay. And I have the answers. I'm sure I have the answers. All right. Let's get into it with a 90-second recap, everybody. Oh, and I'm starting a song. All right. Let's do this. Uh, Seth, George, and uh, George Clooney, and Richie, Quentin Tarantino, they're brothers, and they're on the run because they uh, robbed a bank, and they kill people, and they kidnapped a bank teller as a hostage, and who Richie ends up killing, so uh, they have to find new hostages, and there's Harvey Keitel and Juliette Lewis, and their brother, and uh, their family, and they have an RV, and Quentin Tarantino and George Clooney take that RV uh, to Mexico, to the Titty Twister, so they can... um, uh, hide out from the cops until the morning because uh, they get they got they got all the money and um, um, Harvey Keitel is a preacher and uh, but he doesn't believe in God anymore or he doesn't love God anymore and uh, and um, um, Quentin Tarantino is a really creepy guy. Okay, so they go to this <laughs> bar and Harvey Keitel's like, I don't drink, but George Clooney's like, I want you to drink with me because George Clooney likes him because. Harvey Keitel got them into the bar by saying he was a trucker and that it was his people. And then uh, Selma Hayek comes out. She's doing a sexy dance and they're all drinking. Even the little kid who isn't even old enough to drink. She's doing the sexy dance. And then she's like, and turns into a vampire. And then everyone's turning into a vampire. And if you get bit, it's kind of like a zombie. You turn into a vampire too. Um, but then Tom Savini's got his penis gun and he's like shooting with his crotch, but it wasn't enough. He still got bit and he got turned really fast. Uh, 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 
<laughs> yeah, I stopped after PP Gun. PP Gun got you. I think that's probably where you stopped paying attention in the movie, Michelle. After the PP Gun came out, you're like, oh, okay, I, I, I don't understand what's going on anymore, and I want to know why. No, why? <laughs> I was actually looking at the clock, and I thought I had until a minute and forty five seconds, and I had it perfectly timed out, and then I was like, crap. So I ran out of time. I'm so sorry. I no worries. We got a lot of the important info in there. Cheech Marine, he plays like three different characters in this movie. He plays... Okay, that was one of my questions. Yes, okay. It's just, it's a great choice, I think. He plays the Border Patrol agent. He plays the doorman at the Titty Twister. And he plays uh, Seth's Mexican Connection in Mexico. I think it's perfectly hilarious. <laughs> As we've heard in previous episode, I have never seen From Dusk Till Dawn, and Mark told me I just had to watch it. This is the first movie, I think, where we are not in agreement about loving this movie, Mark. It's an amazing movie. I have no idea how you don't like this movie. It has everything in it. Plus, it's written by Quentin Tarantino and directed by Robert Rodriguez. You, you want to know why you love this movie, Mark? Because it is 100% a man movie. No, and we're no, like no, an no. hour in. And I told Mark, I was like, I am bored. Like, what are we doing? Like, this is such <laughs> a man movie. How can you not like this but love Tremors? Because it is a neutral sex movie. <laughs> I mean, it is a, it's definitely a Tarantino movie. I mm-hmm. will give you that. It's definitely a Tarantino movie. And Tarantino movies don't shy away from the machismo and it's uh, such a man movie okay i gotta start from the beginning it's such a man movie. i don't know it's how so but somehow the spanish dubbed language got turned on <laughs> and i was like okay like mark told me like that it's pretty much set in mexico and mark was like i don't think it's supposed to be in spanish this long so then we had to go rewatch the first 10 minutes of the movie because i was like why is everything in spanish oh my god <laughs> i accused my sister of messing with me did you put my tv in spanish and she was like no i didn't do that but that's pretty funny (laughs) okay so i could i mean that makes sense why you said the last 20 minutes were probably your favorite part of the movie because it was the vampire part of the movie exactly yes i mean which is my favorite part of the movie that's what makes me love the movie but i do love the ridiculousness of I guess you would call it manliness of this movie. The manliness. Like Cheech Marine's <laughs> pussy monologue. <laughs> it's so goofy and hilarious. It's ridiculous and it's so nasty. But It, it really it, was it, nasty. It, it's just what you're expecting from this type of movie. You go into it and it's so crazy. It's all over the place. You think it's a, a heist movie, a bank robbery movie. then A man movie. Exactly. You go into this bar... And there's so many crazy things happening. And then all of a sudden, vampires, bats, mariachi vampire band. That was my favorite. I love the mariachi vampire band. We have to talk about the mariachis. They're dressed like mariachis, but like their body language and their sound is very like 90s grunge. And so I was just like, what is happening right now? Well, this is an actual band. The band is called Tito and Tarantula. That's incredible. Yes, Robert Rodriguez uses them in a lot. Uh, In the faculty, when Elijah Wood is cleaning his bloody nose in the bathroom, you can see Tito and Tarantula written on the stall. No way, that's cool. That was like a Robert Rodriguez nod to them. So. The mariachi rockers. Their uh, guitar is a human torso and like a leg or something. It's just so crazy. It's out of control. And the makeup effects. I mean, you gotta love the makeup effects in this one too. They're just done so well. 
Were they? Yes, they were. You didn't think the ma- what what wasn't done well? His slow transition uh-huh. into being a vampire. Like at first, I thought it was kind of cool because like his teeth start changing and he's like, mm 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 and then <laughs> but, in his hands mm-hmm. that looked cool too. That was like American Werewolf in London. Those were of. fine, and then when it got to the face. I liked the <laughs> makeup I... in this. I really did. I've seen worse. Definitely, oh, yeah. I've definitely seen worse. Definitely. <laughs> the makeup that I didn't like was George Clooney's neck tattoo. Ew. <laughs> it was like a 90s tribal piece that just extended up onto the neck. It looked very fresh, too. It did. Very black. Like, very Sharpie-like. I get, I'll agree with you on the tattoo part. I didn't think he needed it. George Clooney can be hunky and broody without tattoos. He sure can. You know? <laughs> okay, so George Looney says this line a few times throughout the movie. Did you say George it, Looney? Did I say George Looney? <laughs> you did. George Looney. He said George Looney. Uh, so George Clooney <laughs> throughout the movie says, sit down, sit down. And it always reminds me of Robin Williams and Mrs. Doubtfire when Sally Fields picks up the kids early and they're like, oh, mom's here. He's like, no, she's early. Sit down, sit down. <laughs> you don't have to rush when she gets here. You're my goddamn kids too. Or his goddamn kids too. Kids say the darndest things. <laughs> Great movie. Shout out to Mara Wilson. Yes. I did want to talk about the cop you were mentioning earlier in the gas station. He was played by Michael Parks. I, I don't know. You have you you've seen Tusk, right? Yes. He plays the doctor in Tusk. He plays the one that makes Justin Long. Tusk, yeah, yeah. He got a little bit older. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, this since 96, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, I did not realize that's the same guy. Yes, he plays Texas Ranger Earl McGraw, and what's interesting is his character, this ranger, he plays in a lot of Tarantino movies. He's played him in the, some of the Kill Bill movies. He's played him in Death Proof, which is another one I love, but you may think it's too Manny. <laughs> Manny. Not Manly, but Manny. <laughs> Manny from Modern Family. I love Manny from Modern Family. Don't most kids drink soda? Who knows what they do? I love Manny. I am Manny from Modern Family. <laughs> well, I will say I did not like when he said, I got to go drain my lizard. I'm like, ew, don't call it that. It would have been great <laughs> if he showed up. And he took out a little cage with a little lizard. I got to go drain my lizard. Kind of like, well, I got to squeeze my bob, my puggle. Oh, <laughs> I have a puggle who uh, can't walk properly, y'all, so uh, I have to express him, which is when you squeeze his bladder and it helps him pee. You gotta drain your bob. I'm, I gotta drain my bob. Oh, we live a weird life. <laughs> I will say, it really surprised me when Quentin Tarantino shot the ranger guy. Like, whoa, what the hell was that about? I, I love Tarantino's character in this one. He's creepy. I mean, he clearly has a foot fetish not far from Quentin Tarantino's actual self. <laughs> Is he supposed to be funny? His character says the weirdest stuff. Is he supposed to be funny or am I supposed to think he's a weirdo and a creeper? Quentin Tarantino definitely is just the creeper in this one. You get that vibe right away. I think the only line I do like when Juliette Lewis asks him. Excuse me. What? Where are you taking us? Mexico. What's in Mexico? Mexicans. I was like, that's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> Here's a question. Was this what inspired We're the Millers? 
when they go to Mexico. <laughs> oh, that's right. In an RV. They're trying to get through border patrol, but they go in and she's like, hello, I'm taking a crap or whatever. She's on the potty. The potty. I've been around my niece too long. They even have <laughs> a Latino comedian be the cop, Luis Guzman, and we're the Millers and Chich Marin here. Exactly. That is pretty funny. That's a pretty funny comparison. Also, classic horror movie trope, RV. Gotta throw one in there somewhere. Mm. So, Salma Hayek. I want to talk more about Salma Hayek. Let's do. <laughs> because because she is definitely the best part of the Titty Twister bar. Man movie. Man movie. <laughs> she did her own choreography because she was like, when you have a snake on you, you're not going to be doing choreography that's learned. You're, I'm just going to move with the snake. And she had a terrible fear of snakes that she actually had to go to therapy for a couple months to overcome so she could do this uh, film. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say she had to go to therapy a couple months after the filming of this. Like, it traumatized oh, her no, so badly. Oh, no, no. But she's awesome in this film. Just her small part. Since you'll be my dog, your new name will be Spot. Welcome to slavery. No, thanks. I already had a wife. And the way she dies, too. The candelabra hey, just falls on her and just impales her. Beautiful death. I truly, this is a real question. Why were snakes considered such a like sex symbol in the 90s? Because most people are afraid of snakes, so I guess it makes a woman look like daring? Is that what it mm, is? I think it's something to do with it being phallic. <laughs> I mean, if I had to guess, because I never look at a snake, I'm like, you know, that's a sexy ass snake. I never thought that. It's true. So Harvey Keitel, yes, I didn't know who he was, but he's the bad guy in Monkey Trouble, which <laughs> is a movie from the early 90s with Thora Birch, where she has a capuchin monkey and the bad guy is trying to steal it the whole movie. And that's him. He's the that bad so guy. Funny. I was hoping you were to say he plays the devil in Little Nicky. Now, what's with all those hoo-hoo noises? Everything's fine, Pop. Everything's fine. Who are you bullshitting? The last time you said everything was fine, the renaissance happened. Please, Pop, go back to your room. Oh, snap. That is him. Right? He's amazing. He's a very versatile actor. I was like, Mark is going to kill me when he finds out I know him from Monkey Trouble. No, it's okay. <laughs> I've learned of a lot of famous actors from watching comedies when I was younger and then realizing. Like, Joe Dirt is probably one of the first Christopher Walken movies I saw when I was younger. And then I'm like, oh, Christopher Walken is in so many other amazing movies. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I love that Tom Savini was literally the exact same character, like down to the costume that he was in the original Dawn of the Dead in 1978. From Dusk Till Dawn came out like 20 years later, but he looks the exact same. That man doesn't age and he's still like buff as hell. He still looks the same yes. kind of, yes. Oh gosh, me and Savini, everyone, we, we have a love hate. You go back. Yeah, we go back. You go back with Savini. <laughs> he... <laughs> Um, I've met him a couple times. Sometimes he's very nice. Sometimes he's not. Get him on a good day and he's great. How do you know it's a good day? That's what I want to know. Cause I, I've, you don't. I've, it's a risk, Mark. I've seen him. I mean, I won't say he looks grumpy because some people just have a grumpy face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we need to talk about the fact that in this movie, both Abilene and Big Spring were referenced, which are both within like two hours of where Mark and I grew up. I've been to all the places the Gecko Brothers travel in this movie. Speaking of the Gecko Brothers, I wanted to tell you some of the people who were considered for the role of Seth Gecko, George Clooney's part. Please. Antonio Banderas, Steve Buscemi. 
Steve Michael Buscemi. Madsen. Hold up, hold up. Steve Buscemi would have been cool. That would have been a way better movie because it would have been a guy trying to look cool. Oh, exactly. <laughs> have you seen Steve Buscemi in Reservoir Dogs? No, I've seen him in The Wedding Singer. It's a Tarantino movie, <laughs> and you'd probably think it's a man movie too. Oh my gosh, Steve Buscemi in The Wedding Singer in From Dust Till Dawn, his character in that in this movie. <laughs> yes, please. Because he's a drunk. Because <laughs> he's drunk already. Yeah. Oh yes, I do. I'd rather him be a vampire. He'd be a great vampire. His teeth wouldn't even have to change. He's fine. Oh, Michelle. (laughs) Poor Steve Buscemi. He can't help it. Okay. Michael Madsen, Tim Roth, John Travolta, Christopher Walken, Jeff Goldblum, (gasps) James Woods, Robert De Niro. Well, that's a good list. Michael Madsen is super cool. Um, I love Michael Madsen. I feel like uh, Seth's character would have been a lot more menacing. George Clooney is just so damn charming. And he's so pretty. Yes. And even when he's (laughs) like threatening you with a gun, it's like, oh, but I I trust this man still. (laughs) Oh, I know. So what is your favorite kill in this movie, Mark? Okay, I do have a couple favorite kills, but my most favorite was when Cheech Marine's vampire character dies. Is it that one too? Yeah. Is yeah. it that one it's too? It's that one when his eyes explode, yeah. What? That's it. Yes! Oh my gosh. Like <laughs> Out of all of the vampire deaths, Michelle. So Juliette Lewis takes off her <sighs> necklace and shoves it down his throat, and he starts melting uh, from the inside out, and then his eyes explode with pus just blowing that everywhere. That was the best kill. It was. It was awesome. I do want to give to those fun little um, weapons that they were putting together. That was a great little montage. So they get all their weapons from the back room storage when they're hiding out for the vampires. And it's all of the supplies that their victim truck drivers left behind. So there's big packages of just like condoms and there's sunglasses and they're just like everything you can think of and george clooney makes a jackhammer steak gun that was really cool yeah that was pretty cool and then scotty's filling the condoms with holy water that jacob blessed and they also have water guns with holy water yeah. so i really like and juliette lewis has a fucking crossbow that was pretty cool <laughs> so that's cool right there um i felt really bad when the boy had to kill his dad I, I felt know. bad for him. That was and then he got eaten. I was like, there is no happiness in this movie. I know. There's it was none. like, kill me, Kate. Kill me, Kate. And I was like, damn, kill him. He's literally being ripped apart by these vampires. Leading up, because I knew it was a vampire movie. And so I was like, they're going to turn into vampires at some point, right? So I'm like waiting for this big twist of like, oh, George Clooney's a vampire. And that's how he can do all these bank heists and stuff. No, he's just a normal thug with his creepy brother who goes into the Twitty twit. Twitty Twister. The Tweety Twister. <laughs> now you're screwing me up. The Tweety Twister. I taught, I taught a Titty Twister. Uh, oh, God. I don't even know what I was saying. Titty Twister, Titty Twister, Titty Twister, Titty Twister, Titty Twister. <laughs> I said it. I did it. There is no happiness in this movie, Mark. Like, I just kept waiting for this big hero moment. And it was the just. The happiness was when Salma Hayek was on screen. That's the only happiness you got from this movie. Well, you're a man, so you say that. The, the true happiness is when Cheech showed up and busted the doors and the sunlight came in. Which reflects off of the disco ball which Incredible. just shines onto all of the remaining vampires and blows yeah. them all up that was incredible I don't know if you noticed there's one of the lady vampires she has like a stomach mouth yeah yeah I, I did notice that actually so there's like a cut scene where like she like eats a man's head or something like that but it was cut because of <sighs> la 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 I'm telling you you probably would have really liked it if they didn't cut it down so much is there a way <laughs> to see this other version because I feel like they could have taken out like 10 to 
40 minutes of the buildup before the titty twister, and we could have had more death and zombies. <laughs> I love hearing you say titty twister. <laughs> Is that what it's called? It is, but it's just funny. Or is it the twisted titty? (laughs) The twisted titty. (laughs) Maybe it's your accent. Titty twister. (laughs) Titty twister. At least I'm not my dad. My dad says theater. (laughs) I hate that. Theater. Getting back to the titty twister quickly. When (laughs) it's on television, it's called the kitty twister. That's even dirtier if you think about it. And the neon boobies are blurred out. No way. I wonder what Cheech's monologue is on TV or if they just cut it out together. I bet they don't even show that. Pudding, pudding, pudding. (laughs) Come get your pudding, pudding lovers. I love pudding. (laughs) We got chocolate pudding, vanilla pudding, strawberry pudding, ooh, apple pie pudding. Tapioca pudding, that'd be nasty. (laughs) If we don't got it, you don't want it. Come on in, pudding lovers. That sounds way more appealing, but of course this was a man movie, so uh, I'm not going to lie, Mark. Kind of vampires I like sparkle in Twilight. No, I knew you were going to say some shit like that, Michelle. But that's only when they get in the sun. That's why they have to avoid the sun. So they don't even die when they get in the sun. They just sparkle. Have you not seen these movies, Mark? No. I, I'm much more of a Twilight vampire type because they're a little deeper. They're deeper? They are. Oh, my I need goodness. a good romantic, sexy vampire. I need it. <laughs> And then, of course, we did Dracula, and you got bit by a vampire. And I remember I always loved your makeup. Did you do that yourself? Because we were like 14. Like, we weren't even. Yeah, of course I did that myself. And standards and practices would have definitely come after us. <laughs> They're like, too much blood. Too much blood. Remember, I made a child throw up during a school show? You did. That's right. Yep. That was incredible. I also made a child throw up when I was a queen of hearts, and I shaved my chest. Oh. I'm just kidding. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to doubt. I wasn't going to question you, dude. Same I really kid. Wasn't. I want to say at the end, I yelled at my TV, Mark, when she, Juliette Lewis, asked George Clooney, like, hey, do you want some company? And he's like, no. And like pulls away. And I said, he's just going to leave her there because I thought maybe some happiness would come out of it. They would make a friendship or something. But no, no happiness was allowed in this. He's only going to go do more craziness in his life. Where's she going to go? She has no family left. He gave her money and she ha- she has a home on wheels. But she she has no one and she's clinging to the one person she knows right now and he's saying no. This wouldn't have happened in Twilight, Mark. <laughs> well, there is kind of a little Twilight uh, action going on because Tom Savini doesn't turn into a wolf, but he turns into a fucking vampire rat. That's true. Which leads me to my next question, Michelle. Oh, no. If you were a vampire, what kind of animal vampire hybrid would you turn into you already know the answer to this it's gonna be a damn orca isn't it a vampire orca it's a damn orca okay and land michelle you're on land you're gonna die immediately i'm a land orca <laughs> um they breathe oxygen through lungs they are a mammal they um, live in the water they're, they're the top predator of the ocean so okay i digress i won't pick an orca we will not do a water <laughs> creature I was going to say a vampire giraffe because I'm like, then I've got a lot of neck to. And I was like, no, wait, that would be good to attack, not to be the vampire. Um, I'm picturing a vampire giraffe, but with like a little vampire cape, like a stereotypical vampire, like a little cape and like little fangs with a widow's peak. It would be so cute. What animal would you be, Mark? Oh, a vampire pug. That would just, yes. Like if George Clooney snapped my head off and, uh, animal vampire hybrid came out of my body it would be a pug vampire and i'd go 
That's pretty adorable. I know. I don't think I'd even be scary. I'd just be like. <laughs> I still just want to be the vampire orca. I could drain all the blood of the seas. What sound does an orca make? Um, They actually like click. They have this cool like echolocation that they do underwater. And they actually oh, have their no. own dialects. Like within their own pods. It's really neat. But it's kind of like. Nope. That sounded like like Skrillex. Do it with, do it with a Transylvanian accent. <laughs> I'm not good at that. You were way better at that than me. The ending of this really is one of my favorite parts of the movie. We pan out after it leaves Juliette Lewis alone. She takes off on her RV and we see the back of the titty twister. And it's just the very top part of a huge Mayan temple. You see like kind of some bloodshed around it. You see all of the deserted 18 wheelers and everything that's fallen into this temple. It was based on a Mayan mythology and Aztec mythology, and the temples were built for sacrificial ceremonies, so it kind of basically lent itself to like a vampire story. I was gonna ask you if in the sequels, we kind of find out like where these came from. Why do they just live at the Titty Twister? Like, how did they decide that they needed bartending skills to survive in this world? Like, that's all I am. Just a regular human bartender. I was wondering if that ever gets explained. I think they just adapted, but it does in the sequels. Danny Trejo is in all the sequels as well. Bless. Because the third sequel uh, takes place way back in the day. So oh it's like an old Mexican bar back in the day. So just been going back since the Mayans and the Aztecs just going crazy, bloodshedding, eating people, eating truckers. It wasn't a bad movie. It just was not my particular taste, but I'm glad I watched it. When Tarantino turns into a vampire, his fucking chin and his forehead yes. just enlarge. He looks like Jay Leno vampire. I was actually thinking, I was like, <laughs> I feel like I've seen that makeup somewhere. I feel like I've seen that face somewhere. I couldn't think of where it was, but yes, he looks like Jay Leno <laughs> as a vampire, which Jay Leno was actually in Dawn of the Dead, the remake, made into a zombie and they actually like make a joke about how they shoot celebrities from the roof and it's a game. I remember that it was Jay Leno, Burt Reynolds, uh, but it wasn't actually Jay Leno, was it? I don't think so, no. Oh, okay. But it looked like him and yeah. Tom Savini, bam. It's all connected, Mark. It's all connected. Tom Savini did the remake Dawn of the Dead makeup? So I don't know if he did the makeup. I would assume he did, but I know he is definitely in the film. Yes, he plays the sheriff guy yeah. that says, just shoot him in the head. Yeah, I remember that. Savini. Part. Savini. Savini, my man. I hope we I hope you're nice when we meet you, brother. I've seen him many times, and every time I'm like, mm, he looks a little grumpy. I'll get him next time. <laughs> and then it's next time and he's still grumpy, but You know me too. I'd like to like build cool things like for them to sign. So like I could build like a dick gun, like his dick gun from the movie. Di- oh, I see what you're saying. I was like a dick gun. I was like, what's a dickin? But, a dickin, okay, a Charles Dickin. The penis gun. The and he'd probably just be like, mm, that's all right. Where's my money? <laughs> you know, he has a makeup school. He likes teaching. And I think he would appreciate a young whippersnapper like you building something to show him. I hope so. If Malcolm McDowell was nice. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, this is very good. Mm. And then when I gave it to Christopher Walken that one time, he was like, it took the time to do this. It's very good. Christopher Walken should have been Seth. I changed my mind. Oh, my goodness. That would have been great. Would have been great. It's called a gun. Oh, this movie is the reason why we have George Clooney as Batman, everybody. Just so y'all know. Why? Because they were like, this guy, 
He fucks. I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? <laughs> did not hate this movie. I know you think I hated it. I didn't hate it. It's just not one that I would watch over and over and over because I'm not a man. I understand where you're coming from. It's definitely a favorite of mine and I have watched it over and over and over and I will continue to watch it over and over. Hey Mark, are you gonna watch it from dusk until dawn? Pudding, pudding, pudding! Come get your pudding, pudding lovers! Boo, you whore, is hosted by Mark Gabaldon and Michelle Tate. It is produced and edited by Abby Anderson. And if you want to support the show, rate and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and find us on all platforms at Boo You Horror Pod. It's a rowdy place. It's out in the middle of nowhere. There'd be no cops. It's open from dusk till dawn. And didn't you say you wanted to meet in the morning? Here we are. Well, since you just picked this place out of a hat, my brother is dead. That girl's entire fucking family is dead. What, were they psychos? Do they look like psychos? Is that what they look like? They were vampires. Psychos do not explode when sunlight hits them. I don't give a fuck how crazy they are.